All right, so Matt, did you see the Kusa Basketball Media Day this week? No, I did not. Could you tell me all about it? Yeah, well, for one, it was in Huntsville, Alabama, where they're going to be hosting the basketball tournament in a few months. But they did it at the NASA Center there, at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. And so they had them posing with rockets and things like that. I think they had the Saturn V in the background shot of the interview segment they aired on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, I'm just saying we went from... You know, the Cowboys training facility had the curtain. Beautiful. No notes. Go to Huntsville. All right. Sure. That's pretty cool. But I think we're just going to eventually make our way up to just playing on the moon next time. I think that's the eventual Conference USA goal. Well, why is it in Huntsville at all? I think it's a central location. Central-ish. Should have just put it in Birmingham. That would have been really funny. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure we would have loved that. Yeah. Uh. I had no idea about media day. I've kind of been uh, sick the last week or so and didn't even know that it happened. Uh, All I've heard about recently with basketball is that Kenny Lofton is allegedly morbidly obese. (laughs) Yeah. According Um, to that one report on Twitter. uh, But uh, let's see. So you're suggesting that we go to the moon next. I say uh, M A R S Mars bitches, red rocks. I wish Evan was here. He would, he would have a part. He would have a bit. He would have a follow up to that. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised yeah. you didn't just join the call based off of yeah. that. Yeah. That yeah. Mars gravity is like what about half of um, of Earth's? So I mean, you get some more dunks there too. Yeah, if that were the case, the football team might win. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. And I can't take much more of this. Uh, <laughs> and Evan couldn't at I, all. He's opting to yeah, watch the Rangers get eliminated rather than join us yeah, on this course, podcast and, call. And, and FYI, I'm Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a week. We had a bye week in here to kind of reset and, you know, get all excited yeah. about these last four games of the Bulldog season. Yeah, the last four games in which... The Bulldogs are still inexplicably capable of going bowling. It's weird. I yeah. It's hard to believe, yeah, honestly. One way to put it. <laughs> I, at the beginning of the season, you'd be upset that you're here, but you know, it's it's possible now. It and is. to do it, we need to win, like you said, three of the next four. And probably our second easiest of those games is this week against New Mexico State, a team that is one win away themselves from bowl eligibility. Yeah, uh, they got a couple more wins than our guys do. But when you look a little bit deeper at this, at the statistical leaders over there, I I don't think there's some superstar program right now. I know that they've. I know we'll dive into it here shortly, but I I think that the I think the dogs got a shot. But I've said that a lot. Yeah. So. Again, that that record may be a little bit misleading, like you mentioned, going through and looking at you know the players on the team. But if we just look at the opponents they face so far this year, so the first game of the year they lost to UMass, yeah, uh, which wasn't a good start. But then the next game of the year they beat the hell out of Western Illinois, where I attended graduate school for a couple of years, and that's Julia's alma mater, Western Illinois University, an FCS uh, school they, with zero wins on the season. Yes, yes. Oh man, are Western really struggling? Apparently, I think that that bad. (laughs) They were ranked when I was there. I think my first year there in 2014, Carson Wentz was the quarterback of North Dakota State, and they're in the same conference as Western Illinois and 
North Dakota State came to Macomb, Illinois, and uh, we went to that game just because I wanted to see Carson Wentz and the North Dakota State Bison, and Western had a chance to tie the game up with like a minute left, and they only ended up losing by seven uh, and held North Dakota State to 17, (laughs) and they won the national title that year. So uh, they beat the crap out of North, uh, North, Western Illinois, and uh, then from there, who else was there? Yeah, so after Western Illinois, there was the loss to Liberty. This is really the only yeah. good team they've played so far this year. 7-0 Liberty right now, ranked 50 in Massey ratings. But then after that, we have teams like, I want to do this out of order just so that I can, you'll see why. New Mexico, yeah. number 123. Yeah. Florida International, number 124. Hawaii, number 125, UTEP, number 126, Jeez. Sam Houston State, 131. And that's the rest of their schedule. Yeah, man, UMass that's... is 132. So you have every team they have faced, minus the FCS opponent, which also hasn't won an FCS game. You mentioned their game against uh, North Dakota State well, all those years back. The 52-7 to loss right. this past weekend uh, to the Carson Wentz-less team. But yes. every team that they have faced has been bad except for liberty and liberty beat them 33 to 17 yeah it was a two-score game but uh in fact by massey ratings tech is the second best team they will have faced so far this year yeah i feel like it's a bit of a wild card going into this uh tech's had an extended period of time off Uh, the last game was on the 10th so i mean by the time they do play on tuesday i think that that's that's two solid weeks off yep which they so desperately needed for a variety of reasons. I don't think that there are any real serious injuries that are holding the team back. I think that, well, brain injuries maybe to the coaching staff, but (laughs) uh, hopefully some of that, who am I kidding? It probably hasn't been rectified. Uh, Evan or yourself, Nathan, I think mentioned in the chat that Cumbie was interviewed and said that he still kind of considers it Jack's team, I guess, or like it's neck and neck and, he said he was evaluating uh, week by week and whichever uh, quarterback gives him the best chance to win. But, right. And it's just yeah. it's very, very frustrating because it it's starting to get at this point, you have to you have to put the best players out on the field because it's put up or shut up time. Tech really needed that win against MTSU because if you go into this and you're four and four You feel pretty good just, about getting to bowl yeah, eligibility at least. Absolutely. Absolutely, because New, New Mexico State and uh, Sam Houston are pretty, I mean, you feel pretty good about those two. But the problem is, is that Liberty is far and away the best team in CUSA, just like I said that they would be much earlier this year. So they were going to come in here and dominate it because they've got all the funding. They get all the best recruits and it's basically going to be their league. And I can go on and on about how sad it is that even after all the best teams in CUSA left and we were left with scraps. Uh, Tech still can't muster the ability to win a terrible conference, but that's an end of season discussion. So New Mexico State, they're five and three. Uh, this is a big must win for the Bulldogs this Tuesday on uh, CBS Sports. Uh, it's on CBS Sports, right? Yep, CBS Sports Network. Yeah, CBS Sports Network. So it says Tech's opening up as a two and a half point underdog on the ESPN app here. That's a uh, but uh, two and a half point favorite, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, two and a half point favorite. Uh, but what does Vegas say? Do you have those numbers? Yeah, that ESPN app is coming straight from Vegas, I believe. It's Caesar Sportsbook uh, that gives yeah. them that line and over-under. But yeah, Tech is favored by 2.5, 51.5 over-under. So that puts that final score predicted by Vegas Jeez. somewhere around like 27 to 25. Um, yeah, that'll be <laughs> – that's a, interesting that they think that we can score that many points. Uh, 
Well, we scored 24 against UTEP and 28 against Western and 23 against uh, MTSU. So I guess it's not totally out of the realm of possibility. We've actually scored pretty pretty well recently. Just can't uh, – the defense has just been lackluster. Also, really bad starts to football games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not helping. And so one of the big keys here is to hit the ground running, and I mean that completely literally because uh, I don't – like I said, I don't have the stats in front of me, but something tells me maybe these guys probably aren't very good at something on defense. Yeah, the defense, the rankings themselves are kind of middle of the pack, you know, third quarter kind of things. Like, not egregiously bad, but not making you excited to watch this team play defense. Only allowing 21.1 points per game right now is 32nd best in the country. But again, they've been playing some terrible teams and you know, running the ball, they have the 80th best rush defense on a yards per rush count. You have on sure. defense with the passing game, you know, somewhere in the 60s to 80s to 90s rankings for most of these things. Uh, the one outlier here being interceptions thrown where they just have not been able to get interceptions. Uh, I think that's only like one or two on the year. If I'm doing my math right in my head, 128th best in the country. Um, sure. The defense has been fine i think is is what this shows every single time we say x team is not very good at y and z they end up being very good at it or inversing it against us like how mtsu struggles with turnovers not against la tech or (coughs) you know just most recently so whatever new mexico state struggles with i sure hope tech doesn't uh doesn't have the inverse effect on that and you know this is where you can cue in the spongebob narration title card for uh for tuesday night where we say and the exact thing happened but maybe the ron howard narrator voice out (laughs) yeah yeah well boy i i don't really know what to expect out of this i mean there's a couple of guys on the team that are a little uh, that pop off as being a little dangerous i mean new mexico state a couple of these guys look pretty dangerous but yeah, I, I want to talk like about their offense for a second, which may yeah, be a couple of the names like that you're seeing. It feels like we're pretty evenly matched, honestly, when I'm looking at these. I mean, except quarterback-wise. I think that they've, you know, their quarterback isn't a world beater, but he's, you know, anything's better than what we're dealing with right now. But, yeah, some of these guys definitely look a little dangerous. Yeah, and I want to focus in on the yards per play metric for a second, both rushing and passing, just because mm-hmm. this is where they kind of stand out. The rest of the categories, you know, the same thing as defense. Somewhere in the 60s to 80s ranking, maybe a little bit lower, maybe a little bit higher, but just kind of in that generally eh, mid-level kind of category. But on a per-play sure. basis, if we look at the passing game, yards per pass, so this is pass attempt, 8.7 yeah. yards per pass, that's 21st best in the country. You look at wow. running the ball, this is where I'm really scared. yards per rush. That's second best in the country. (laughs) Add that up and you have seven yards per play. That's sixth best in the country. Yet, (laughs) they only score 25.7 points per game. All of this I've been talking about, by the way, excludes FCS games, just to kind of give that disclaimer here. This doesn't count that that game against uh, 0-7 Western Illinois, but they, they rank 69th in points per game. So they're gaining yards, but not points for whatever reason that is. Um, One of the things that I've been able to find out is that their offense is slow to snap the ball. You look at the amount of seconds between plays. When New Mexico State has the ball, they wait on average 29.7 seconds after a play to snap the ball. Seems like a very odd thing to do i mean if you're really trying to dominate time of possession i guess but yeah i mean if you're running the ball and just trying to run out the clock and things like that maybe but 
it's kind of interesting. That's bottom 10 in college football. Meanwhile, number one, by the way, of this and this stat is a team we'll see in a couple weeks, Jacksonville State, 20 seconds between plays on average. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, they and they just they just became bowl eligible. Uh, I think they had a, a field goal at the buzzer to win their most recent game. And that's another thing. Rich Rodriguez is the coach of that team. And, you know, he's been here, there, everywhere in his career. And he's probably bound for another big-time Power 5 coaching position after this season, I hope, so he can get the hell out of this conference. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jacksonville State, uh, just the toughest, the toughest, the two toughest teams in CUSA at the end of the year uh, when Tech really needed that MTSU win. So, yeah, Tech's got to beat New Mexico State, Sam Houston State, which are the two most attainable, and yeah. one of either Liberty or Jacksonville State. And I don't like their odds against either of them. But anyway, um, where were we? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be difficult to even win this game. Yes, their odds are in our favor for it, right? I mean, we mentioned that sure. 2.5 point line where the Bulldogs are favored for you know just under a field goal. By the way, home point advantage in these kinds of lines and things is usually worth around three points. So the fact that this is a home game played at Joe IA Stadium means that that is what Vegas is seeing as the advantage in this game, that these two teams on a neutral field is basically a toss-up. Then we also have, uh, just to go through these other predictors, Massey gives Tech a 60% chance to win this game and predicts a final score of 27-24. to ESPN FPI gives Tech a 55.8% chance to win. And we went through Vegas already, but two-and-a-half-point favorites there as well. We're a little early here, but probably go ahead and just go into what we think will happen in this game and, and do uh, our predictions because I, I, I don't know. I've, I kind of enjoyed my week off of tech football, to be honest. Well, so did I. And, uh, you know, now it's uh, I guess now it's time to be sad again. <laughs> Is that what you think will happen when all said and done Tuesday night? I sure hope not, because uh, it feels like every it feels like everything's just gone really, really badly the last several weeks and it has i think tech has lost four of their last five yep. uh, the one the one win coming in there was utep and even that wasn't super convincing so it sucks I, i'm gonna what i think will happen and what i'm gonna say are gonna happen might be two very different things but i'm gonna say tech wins i'm gonna say it'll be close and i'll go ahead and say baby bar and puts us ahead late and we win my gut tells me it's probably going to be nothing like that and tech's probably going to lose by 10 to 14 but I'm sticking with the positivity because might as well try to manifest a victory because if Tech if Tech loses this uh, this Tuesday, folks, it is over for any inkling of a chance of going bowling. Because if they can't get past New Mexico State, no disrespect to New Mexico State, but if they can't get past them, I mean, they couldn't get past MTSU. But if they can't get past these uh, these guys, then there's no shot. I mean, if if Tech falls to three and six at that point, you got to win out, and they're not going to beat Liberty or or. Uh, the other guys jacksonville state so it feels like this is it really is do or die i know i said that last time against mtsu but i can still hold out hope that tech can win this tuesday and then pull an upset against uh jacksonville state maybe but at this point uh any victory would be nice so tech doesn't end their season three uh you know three and nine for the third year in a row i mean i'd like to think tech's going to beat sam houston who are totally winless on the year so far but um Sticking to this game, I'm gonna go ahead and say Tech's gonna win. I, I I'll put a score of I'll say 33 to 30. Uh, I will swing the other way into pessimism about this game. Their running ability, coupled that with Tech's ability to you know fall apart at sure. the beginning of the games and try to fight their way back into it, 
a team that wants to run the ball and is good at it and will run it when they want to is, is terrifying to me. Yeah, I mean, you look at their game against Western Illinois. They run the ball 42 times. Uh, there are two games in here, New Mexico and Hawaii. One was a win. One was a loss, oddly enough, but where they only threw the ball 15 yeah. times each. Um, and both of those were at best, those were competitive games. Well, what's really something I have, have glossed over and I feel like I shouldn't have is their quarterback's a super dual threat. Uh, yeah, Pavia or Pavia, right. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he's got 1,800 yards through the air, 16 touchdowns, five picks. But on the ground, he's got 525 yards and four touchdowns. So, you know, he's rocking a 2,300 total yards and he's, you know, with what's left in the season, he's probably going to eclipse 3,000, which, you know, for a program like that, that ain't bad. So uh, they're going to have to contain that guy. And obviously teams are having a pretty hard time with that, either on the ground or through the air. Yeah, and then you look at someone like Monte Watkins out of the backfield, 11.9 right. yards per carry on 35 carries. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty, eye, pretty eye-opening. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like I should backtrack my prediction, but I'm going to stick with it because you might as well might as well try to manifest a victory whenever the team is proven they can't win very much. Yeah, and that's my concern is that we're just going to see the same Bulldog team that we saw before the bye week. They're going to come out, lay an egg early. They may even get an early score, but then just completely go silent until the fourth quarter. And then New Mexico yeah. State up two or three scores can just kill the entire yeah. clock because they can just move the ball on the ground. And well, they've... I think Tech loses this one, twenty-eight to fourteen. Oh, that's great! (laughs) They've won four of their last five, so I mean, obviously they're on a bit of a roll, as we are not. (laughs) Yeah, it just sucks, man. It just—it's been so tough the last couple of years, and there's so much I want to tee off on, and I'm trying so hard to keep it until the end of the year when we do the season review, but. Uh, these next couple of weeks, depending on the outcomes, that season review is either going to be worse than I could have ever thought. Po- you know, when I say worse, people, I mean, it's going to be filled with so much vitriol. I can hardly imagine how I'm going to be able to get through it. Uh, so the next couple of weeks, the next few weeks are going to really determine just how angrily I approach that season wrap up. So I hope that that I hope that this upcoming game doesn't add more fuel to that fire. Yeah. It's just tough. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. It's just, yeah, I hope so too. It's just tough. I mean, at this point, it's getting to where obviously no one here. It's it's a sport. It, it doesn't really depress us. Well, I'll speak for myself there, but it doesn't really depress me. Uh, it it it's not fun watching your school that you love so much struggle after having had so much success for several years there. You know, six. I think it was six six straight bowl victories, seven straight bowl appearances. Uh, and then, you know, the wheels just fell off the wagon and things are getting pretty ugly. WinTech lost that ball game in New Orleans. You know, they got their asses stomped and things haven't been good since then. Uh, Tech went 3-9 and the following year, 3-9 and last year. They've only won three games this year. So it's gotten really, really tough to stay positive. And we're not fair weather. GTPDD, we're not fair weather. Uh, we watch the games. We obviously do. We have a podcast devoted to it rather reluctantly right now i would say but we still yeah. watch yeah and we're still we're still active and that tech could lose every game until the program folds and i'd still watch because it's my school but it's getting really really tough to find any beacon of optimism whenever you feel like whenever you feel like things are not going to get better in fact you feel like things are going to get worse right so for me to even conjure up a score in which I think Tech's going to win and even 
say they're going to hit 33. Uh, it seems like a long shot. But speaking of long shot, Evan's here. What do you want to say? We were just doing predictions. What's up, What's up guys? Can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead. What's your prediction? Uh, well, my prediction right now is that I hope the Rangers can hold on to this lead. However, um, yeah, nah, nah, guys, we don't have this one. Um, you know, New Mexico State feels like a win at the beginning of the season, but after seeing our team, especially the last few weeks, and then, uh, you know, what you guys just told me, uh, yikes. Well, yeah. <laughs> feels like when we might we might give up like a, you know, like a 28 to 7 lead in the first half and then, you know, maybe scrape back into it, but our defense is probably going to give up some big plays to that efficient quarterback and then the the run game is going to be consistent well, throughout. So, that's tough. Well, since since it's the bottom of the fifth with two outs and it looks like uh the Rangers might eke out of this inning, I'll just keep you a little longer and just ask uh, you know, if Tech does go down in this game, then you're staring down the barrel of a gun as far as trying to get to ball eligibility. You're going to have to beat Liberty, Sam Houston State, and uh, Jacksonville State. I think one of those is attainable. But uh, obviously, uh, things are going to be very, very bleak for the dogs if they can't pull this out, would you say? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it feels like it's it's writing on the wall at this point in terms of bowl eligibility. Like, it doesn't feel likely. But if you don't win this game here it's impossible i mean you're not beating liberty on the road you're not beating jacksonville uh, you're state. not beating jacksonville state on the road right i mean jacksonville, well, jacksonville state they just good. hit ball eligibility yeah they just hit ball eligibility and they've got a a hungry rich rod who's trying to pad his resume before he ends up taking a p5 job so, right and i don't even yeah. think jacksonville state is technically bowl eligible unless there's not enough teams right like they're in that weird transition year yeah, it doesn't matter anyway because, and I see that the Rangers just got out of it going to the top of the sixth. Yep. But I, I would happily take Tech winning this game and beating Sam Houston just to get to five and seven. I don't have any delusions of grandeur, illusions of grandeur. The Tech's going to beat Liberty or Jacksonville State, but man, even getting to five and seven, which is setting the bar so low, would feel like well, it would be objectively an improvement. But I just need something to be positive about, and a win on Tuesday would definitely. Uh, yeah. Make me feel a lot better. <laughs> what's the what's the line on this game? Tech by two and, and a half. Favorite. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. Kind of surprising, but I mean, well, New Mexico State hasn't really played anybody. I mean, they beat up Julia's alma mater, my grad school, Western Illinois. They beat the crap out of them, and they beat UTEP, and you know stuff like that. But they don't really have any game they've won that I would color as impressive. Uh, so. Yeah, but I mean, neither neither would we though if we had no, won some no. great like <laughs> and we've lost two, those games. So yeah, Tech's got two FBS wins. You know, they beat UTEP and uh, who else do we beat? My God, it's been such a long season. Who else do we beat? To, well, it wasn't uh, Nebraska. It was FIU in the first game of the season. Yeah, yeah we started one and zero, baby. Yeah, which was a complete shit show. So, like we said, Tech's lost uh, for the for the last <laughs> five. It's been tough. Yikes! Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's it's tough to say like even if that five and seven would feel great, but it'd feel better than three and nine. So I, I'd take it at this point. Yeah. And for sure. lastly, but gotta, yeah, gotta win it. this game. Gotta win this game to even be thinking about five and seven, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, lastly, you know, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. So my last thing for you, Evan is, uh, do you, and Nathan posed this question to me. Do you think that it matters who's quarterback? Like, do you think that tech will have a much better shot <laughs> with one guy or the other? A much better shot? No. A better shot? I'd say <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I don't think it changes the. Oh man, just just foul there from uh, from Dolis. Um, damn. 
Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it like completely changes the nature of the game and like how Cumbie's going to call it. I think if you look at his quotes, I mean, he seems to think they're the same guy. I guess I don't know. Like he says, they both give us a great chance to win. <laughs> okay, man. Uh, I don't know that anybody on the planet would give us a good chance to win. To be honest with you, so yeah, probably. Um, not. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's. I certainly hope it's Hank. Um, and if not, if he wants to roll with Jack, I mean, he's got to come out in the first quarter if his passes look like they looked against uh, MTSU. I'm talking about the, you know, the wounded duck stuff out of his hand. Like he can't, he cannot remain in the game if that's what his throws look like. Um, you know, well, then, so my, uh, did you give us a prediction though? A score? Not yet. Um, I think, oh, don't swing at that, dude. Come on. I think, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Maton just put one a foot outside the zone, and Adolis Garcia uh, swung at it um, to strike out. So, shout out to to Maton here, I guess. But, um, who man, pivotal game. Uh, New Mexico State obviously wants to get to that bowl eligibility, that sixth win. Um, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like, really, beyond us. But you know, Tuesday night, it's it's Greek night, right? <laughs> Maybe the Pretz will show up for a little bit. Uh, but the crowd will be uh, dismal yet again. So, I mean, I don't know. I think New Mexico State's going to take it like 35 to 24, let's say. I think we make a push and make it like 28-24 late in the fourth, but they, they score another touchdown. Um, that run game scares me that you guys mentioned. Um, you know, 6.1 yards second in FBS. Is that what you said? Yeah. And like, sure, they haven't played great opponents, but like, we're, we're not a yeah. great opponent. So, not at all. yeah, I had us yeah. losing twenty eight fourteen because of that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. that's what we beat them by in uh, in twenty twelve. Okay. they held us to our lowest point total, twenty eight fourteen. Yeah, that's the last time we played. Um, I don't think we mentioned that at the top. That yeah, when we were on the wax together, Tech was seven and one all time against New Mexico State. Damn, not all time, eight and four yeah. all time, seven and one in the WAC days. Tech has won the last six against the Aggies. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm I'm thinking. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's one of those games where we're like, damn, where's this team been all season? Kind of like that uh, UTEP, UTEP yeah. game last season, or the MTSU game last season, where it was like MTSU went eight and four, and one of their four losses was to us. <laughs> so um, yeah, I hope it's one of those. But I'm you know after what you guys told me about the um, the offense, I'm I'm not too optimistic. All right. Well, thanks, Evan. You can Hi, go guys. back to watching the Rangers yeah. try not to blow I will, uh, it. I've, I've seen them blow it in person uh, very recently, <laughs> so I'm not holding out too much hope. But uh, all right, I'll catch you guys later. Have a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right, one last thing for us to do, Matt, and that's the Tweet of the Week. I'm giving this week's Tweet of the Week to Eric Wood because of all the talk about throwback uniform, not uniform, throwback merchandise stuff. North Texas this week showcased out some retro throwback mean green apparel and eric yeah. wood says that they've started the conversation last spring to learn more about our vintage options stay tuned as oh, we navigate sounds, it uh, sounds like sounds like lawyer speak for we've done jack shit that sounds like more uh, than we've heard before from anyone else so you know i guess i guess i mean i'll, I'll roll with it i'll i'll take anything i I, ho- I hope it's true i hope so too and if not i hope home field gets in on it very quickly yeah that uh, about <laughs> deep sigh yeah this this podcast is getting harder harder and harder to record for uh at least during football season so. yeah hopefully basketball turns it around well 
the Bulldog football team could still pull it around, pull it, turn it around. But true, yeah. Let's 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 wait and see, folks. Exactly. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G O T E C H P L S D N T D I E. Or head to our Instagram or Fred's gtpdd.dog or our website, gtpdd.dog, where you can do this week's contest, check out some of the blog posts, or buy this month's shirt of the month. It is still October, so it's still that blonde bomber tee, the B-52 with the Terry Bradshaw hair. Get it while it's $5 off, only in October. Again, gtpdd.dog slash shop. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Matt. And go tech. Please don't die. You had kind yeah, of touched on strike. Oh, but it's Nathan. Hey, look at look at this tech hey, connection yeah. here. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give him that strike. I'll give him that strike because he's a tech <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs>